Man, I am so happy we got this Komodo dragon out of Dre's place. See, I told you guys. You thought it was crazy. We did think he was crazy. Like, uh, at least Theo gave me a chance. He said there was a small chance. The small ch- and it was the smallest chance. And man. it was, and there was. Man, that was really tough. That was, wow. Did you know that a Komodo dragon's bite can kill somebody in 24 hours through the sepsis because there's 50 strains of bacteria in its saliva? I did not know that. Why do you know that? I know a lot about Komodo dragons. Komodo dragon facts. These are your friends, Dre. I can I get a divorce? Cast. Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape play. Today I have with me, Theo, and member emeritus, the Komodo Dragon himself, Chris, and Giuseppe Di Giuseppe, <laughs> and Anthony. <laughs> Wait, Komodo Dragons are talking, Joe changed his name, what the fuck is going on no, here? No, that is his That's name. That's my name. Okay. That's my Italian name, <laughs> and my mother's maiden name. Giuseppe? Giuseppe. Di Giuseppe. <laughs> That's actually the most surprising thing. Not even that Chris is here. <laughs> All right, I'm Andre. We actually really, really for real have a full cast today. You called the full house yesterday, last week. <laughs> well, I mean, Chris is a guest star at this point, so. Sadly, yes. Welcome back. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. I miss you guys. I'll miss you, too. <laughs> Give it up for our illustrious friend, China Cabinet. Man, fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> is there beef between you guys? Yeah, I mean, Why? I'm getting a, get a little jealous. You know, you guys are like the, the the fifth member of the cast, and it's like, wow, I don't hear my name anywhere. I mean, just saying, he's he's only missed one episode. That's true. Yeah, that's and true. and to be fair, I would have made him a, into a pop figure, but they didn't have an option. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty great, by the way. Well. <laughs> Hopefully we'll we'll have that out for this episode. It'll be, it'll be so nice. people will know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are these goons talking about now? I, I still think that Chris's profile was hacked. <laughs> His whole being is hacked. Yeah. He's not even here right now. I, I, I still think so. Well, it's like he's here. It's like Ghost in the Shell style. Like someone's hacked me. I'm I am not myself. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. You know how Persona is? You have like the alternate um, world in Persona. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the metaverse right now. <laughs> exactly. Mm. <laughs> Wait, let's find out if Chris is the real Chris. Batman versus Superman was a great movie and possibly the greatest movie in 2016. We can't possibly be friends. That's it's impossible. the real Chris. Chris, it's Chris. Anybody would have said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start it off with what are you playing? Theo, what you got? Uh, same thing from last week, Dragon Quest 3, and I went back to Persona 5. Just, uh... Wow! So we're gonna hit the spoiler episode? No. No. (laughs) Uh, quick thing on Dragon Quest, I'm still making my way through that game. I think I'm at the halfway mark now, just if I was to take a guess, maybe 15 to 20 hours in. (laughs) (laughs) 20 hours into an RPG? (laughs) Get out! You're fired. <laughs> yeah, 
You could beat the first Dragon Quest in five hours. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a vastly sig- significantly yeah, very, more very simple true, game. Very true. Uh, I love the thing with Dragon Quest where you can be extremely strong on a continent and you cross a bridge and you get fucking wrecked. You're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? They remind you that you ain't shit over there. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay, I'm not going to cross that bridge. <laughs> and, uh, but you will when you get to it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <sighs> We need to bring the Komodo dragon back. <laughs> Maybe it'll eat Joe and, <laughs> and no, he'll die in twenty four hours. Eat, it won't eat me. It will shred me to pieces and then swallow me like that because that's how a Komodo dragon eats. Huh? That's the second fact of the that's day. That's the second folks. fact. Wow. And then even if I survive, I will die of sepsis twenty four hours later. That's a bad way to go. Yeah, right. Either or, A or B. Bacteria. <laughs> back to what are you playing? <laughs> Uh, I started, like I said, I, I took a little break off of Persona 5, but uh, my fiance took some time off of schoolwork, and we played that game for maybe about five to seven hours. That's not much. No, it's not. And uh, I think I'm coming to the realization that I don't think I like this game. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Huh? Yeah. So maybe you should just play video games and just hire a jazz but ba- jazz band to play in your apartment. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, he does have the vinyl collection. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it is. It's just, I think the character, like the main characters are fine, but I don't really care about what's happening in the story. Where are you in the story? I'm in the, I'm at the end of June at the, no, probably three ways through June about to finish the, the desert. Um, when you finish the desert, tell me if you don't care about these characters. So it, and that's my thing with the game is like you... You go through the, the every day in the meandering, and it's kind of like, oh, whatever. But that final day, like when you're about to take the, in the game, you have palaces, and you're going to take the person's treasure. When you get to that final day, and it's like playing that music, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to take this treasure. And then after that, you just, everything is hype at that moment, and then just kind of resets again. It's like, okay, we're going to do the... Back to the filler episodes. Back to the... Yeah, that's what it feels like. And I have to meet this character... Win them on my side, have them unlock their persona, and I, like I said before, I can't wait until the story starts. You're, you're going through the Sailor Moon episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I am, actually. It's like, ugh. When, when this is done, when, and I'm like 50 hours in the game, so when that progress is out of the way, I, I know I'm going to enjoy it, but I kind of reach this point with every Persona game where I'm like, ugh, okay, just skip, 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 skip. So, Yeah. Wow. Two two RPGs, one old and one very different from the other. Well, you still need to get into places in that game. But the Desert Palaces, I found to be a very impressive story turning point. Okay. So. I, I do like the thing with the game where um, the more cast members you get, the bi- the bigger the heists are. Yes. And like every character has a job. I'm like, ah, oh, they're actually doing a heist thing. This is really cool. And as Grand Theft Auto V taught us, heists are cool. That's probably why I didn't like that game, because that was the best part of the game. And then you don't do that often. <laughs> because you would ruin the experience if you I did know, it. No, but the heist was so good in that game. So why don't you pick up Payday? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Payday is a very strict meta. Oh, okay, okay. Does it? Yeah. Shame. It won't be on the Switch. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So, Mr. Kimono Dragon, Chris. Ah. Woohoo! Woohoo! China cabinet cabinets replacement. What do you have for us? Uh, well, I uh, 
I'm playing a little bit of Street Fighter Five again. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Surprise. trying to make a swing of it. I know, shocking. Absolutely <laughs> everyone, right? Oh, y'all thought I was coming with something new. Silly bastards. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter Five. Uh, I'm playing a little bit of it again. Um, I'm actually going to uh, participate in something this weekend. Oh, uh, all right. Really Street Fighter Five. There's an invitational event that uh, you go there and essentially, uh, you know, you pal around, play some games with people, and they may or may not call you to play a pro player. A pro play will be there, though. Yeah, Justin Wong, Knuckle Doo, and Smugger really? are there, allegedly. Alex Vice. Alex Vice. Let's, let's hope you get paired against Gutex. <laughs> hey. <yeah. laughs> are you saying, like, maybe I can body him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, seven. <laughs> oh, Gutex. Are you going in there with uh, Ryu? Uh, yeah, just because I know he's not particularly good in the meta at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I fuck people up. Yeah, I mean, I can still use him well enough that I'm confident. He still does enough damage that I'm not panicking. No, I, I mean, him, he's not so. good in meta in that. that yeah, he's he's very low on the tier list for Season 2. So people moment. aren't really expecting... No, they'll expect... I mean, I don't know what they'll expect. Okay. You know? Well, Because you still see enough reuse floating around mm, online mm. and whatnot, just because he's still... Ryu. Ryu. He's Ryu, yeah. <laughs> so, you know... He's Karate Kid. Exactly. You know, so there's that. Uh, Versity uh, Underground, Versity Ransom Underground, I'm playing a lot of that. Playing your character. Yes. Yeah, you guys were very accurate. That? <laughs> that, uh, that, I was laughing because I, I looked at the character and I'm just like, oh. This is for you. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know. I can't unsee this. Anymore. I can't unsee. It's, it's like, you know, it's like it's like Into the Badlands. You know, like I looked at this show on paper and I'm like, this is for oh, me. This is for me. Everything about this is for me. There's a guy in a martial arts who fights in a red trench coat with samurai swords. Mm-hmm. Motorcycles. Motorcycles. Bengalus gloves. The main theme's done by Mike Shinoda. I'm like, mm, what's okay. missing? What's what's missing from this description, guys? What's missing? I don't know. As Westerners, what's missing from this? Ah, uh, scarf. Yes, scarf. yeah, that's it. There, I think there's a scarf. Well, he's wearing show. a scarf now. Mm. Oh, it's not red. I think it's red though. It's not red though, ah, but it's okay. Mr. Mark, it's forgiving. There's still blowing the breeze of in one direction. <laughs> Even the if you're not direction. moving. Yeah. Especially if you're not moving. Especially if you're not moving. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. But yeah, I uh, played a little win. bit of that. And actually, the game I've been I'm playing a lot in the last week or so uh, is Hyper Dragon Ball Z. Oh, was that the fan? Uh... It's the, the, the one Wait, hold on. I need to the... tune myself out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one running on the Mugen engine. Yeah, this uh, is apparently one of the best Dragon Ball games ever made. In it's, looks, it's incredible. I saw a trailer for it. It looks really I played good. the last build. It was very good. Okay. And this build is even better. It has nine fully fleshed out characters in it now. Huh. Uh, it's got... Gohan, Goku, Super Saiyan, Goku, uh, Majin Vegeta, Piccolo, Babidi, and uh, Frieza. So it's in the blue arc. Hold on, I'm getting some breaking news. They just added a new character to uh, Hyper Dragon Ball Z. It's uh, Bandai Namco, cease and desist. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably the most powerful character. I would imagine so. (laughs) Shuts down the whole roster. You know, they haven't shut shit down because they're not making anything off of it. Well, neither do most fan games. Mm. There hasn't been a cease and desist for it. Okay. Amazingly, it's been so. out for a while, so maybe yeah, it's not. been out for it's been out for some time. Yeah. And this latest build is really good. I, I, I'm I'm probably my, the character I end up I've ended up liking the most so far is Gohan. As as you all want to, yeah. I mean, you know, I love my my, my half breeds. They're always cool mm. until they put trunks in the game. <laughs> Vegeta's not in the game. Vegeta's in Majin. Vegeta has there's regular and Majin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. ah, there we go. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. What's great about it too is just the amount of love that was put you into the sprite work you of this tell, game. Dude, yeah. like 
they have all kinds of awesome shit. Like like one of Vegeta's wind poses, he's just standing there and he starts laughing and Cybermen just start popping up out of the ground around him. <laughs> you know? Go, Gohan is, uh, he has like a Superman intro where he just like takes off his shirt and he's got like the, the, the great symbol. Simon? Yeah, no, no, he has a great Simon. Uh-huh. Bunch of great Simon transformations oh, too okay. at the end. And uh, my favorite one is actually one where just Icarus comes back down. But this is like a Dolko hunt. Yeah. So Icarus is like a fully grown dragon now. Oh, shit. Oh, really? They did like oh. little cool shit like That's that. Cool. That's really fucking awesome. So I guess he wasn't eating for wings. Nope. <laughs> Icarus. <laughs> oh, so this is not Icarus right here? Oh, exactly. Ant is pointing at some <laughs> Korean fried chicken. <laughs> Surprisingly uneaten fried chicken. <laughs> I told him if he's not done by the end of this podcast, I will eat it. <laughs> Don't be an Indian goose. Right? <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, and that game is just, it's just a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Uh, Golden Frieza is the boss currently, and they just added a stage. Uh, really? The last stage, they have uh, Bills and Weiss in the background too in the ah, stage. Okay. So it looks like they're doing some some of the later stuff influencing the game now as well. Uh, and actually, the music is really well done. Everything about the game is so cool. original music. A lot of it's original music. Huh. Uh, however, the last boss theme I noticed is a Capcom style. Because all the, the whole point of the game was they wanted to make a, a what if Capcom made a Dragon Ball Z game instead of an X Men game? Hmm. That was sort of the point of it, like you know, in terms of like how well the sprite work is handled and the style of the music. It all sounds like Marvel superheroes. Wow, I can't. So I it's can't like a Marvel superheroes version of like the Super Saiyan three Goku theme. I can't stop it's, thinking about that now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's always amazed me how some fan fan games come out like. So much better than yeah, or mass, fan or fan films yeah. You know, so much better than they, like, they the mass they market. They have yeah. no deadline story about no consumer projections, tie-ins, or, no shit like that. Yeah, it's it's one thousand percent labor of love, you know, and that you get something awesome like this. That's yeah. mathematically impossible. <laughs> You're right. Look, being one thousand percent of anything of itself. You're right, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. You're welcome. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm playing. <laughs> a lot of right. So then, let's go to Joe and find out what he's playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> so I want to talk about um, a feeling I never thought I'd have again. Oh. Um, so last week I, I kind of brushed it off because I wanted to talk about some other games, but um, I decided that I was I had done I had. Done enough preparation work and really wanted to get into some of the nitty gritty of the um, the harder content in in this game. Mm-hmm. Because what good is this? What good is the stuff that I've acquired if I can't use it to challenge myself with it? Yeah. What, what am I doing? Making the easy stuff easier? Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't want that. So, um, I wanted to. I wanted to do some of the the harder content, so I decided that I would since my since the free company doesn't really do very much of it, and there aren't that many groups going around like now. I had to use the party finder to um, search for a group for Zervin, who is the final the final tier of the Warring Triad uh, encounters for that for that game, and do it on the hardest difficulty, and. The minimum item level requirement for this is pretty, uh, pretty restrictive, and a lot of people have a lot of. <laughs> the 
personal requirements that they want you to meet for this fight. Hmm. There's a lot of personal responsibility that goes into this. It's a very long encounter, and if you mess up, you're done. One person messes up, the whole the whole group is finished. Um, but it's a lot of pressure. There is a lot of pressure, especially considering the the fact that people want to farm this stuff. <laughs> it doesn't always work out. Um, so I I went in there and I joined a bunch of learning groups for this, and wipe after wipe after wipe. After At least wipe. there's learning groups. Jesus. Yeah, Thank yeah. God. This late this late in the, the stage of the game, like I never would have thought like people would be ready for the next expansion. There's a lot of uh, people who've been doing this have been, you know, just taking a break for a while. But I haven't I hadn't done it before. It's all new to me, so I wanted to get some of it done before the expansion because I don't wanna I, I like the idea of experiencing this this stuff before it it fades off into irrelevancy. Mm-hmm. So um took me about about two weeks of solid trying. Wow. Yeah. I mean, on and off again, like going into various different groups and seeing what works and um getting it getting that boss done. Like finishing that off was An something. Bef- like a few days before I got him down, mm-hmm. actually no, the same night <laughs> that I got him down, I was in this really fun group with a really really good people, and we got him to one percent, and they killed us all with like a with an enrage timer. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. I actually turned off the game and went to sleep. And I said, I said, oh, God damn it. I can't believe we went to 1%. Mm-hmm. It was like probably less than 1% because we hit him a few times mm-hmm. at 1%. And I shut, the, I shut the computer off. I'm like, I haven't felt like this in a long time. Like, I got that close. It was heartbreaking. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that was, I haven't felt like this in a long time. You're alive. I'm alive. <laughs> That's what I said to myself. Like, I'm going to feel I feel alive right now. Like, man, I actually went to lie down. I'm like, fuck this. I'm getting back up and I'm doing this shit. Yeah. yeah. I got back up and I'm like, there's no way this is happening. I'll never find another group like this. Mm. And I'm like, go down the party finder list. Like, farm, farm, farm. No bonus, no bonus, no bonus. Please don't join if you've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, find one that's like missing a healer spot. I'm like, fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Get in there. Eat all my food, get everything, like all, all the setups done. Get to the third phase, which is like the hardest part of it, because the mechanics of that fight in the third phase are such that he puts like a tether to another player. Okay. Uh, of either an ice element or fire element. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'll te- sometimes you're like he'll tether you to the main tank. And if you don't remain close to this person, they will take extreme damage. They will die. Mm. So if you get tethered to the main tank and don't notice it, you're screwing everybody. Okay. So I got tethered to the main tank, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, I gotta, I gotta change my positioning and everything. I gotta pay extra attention. Mm-hmm. And then he does this ability where you have to stand in the same colored circle of your element, mm. while the other person who's tethered to you has to do the same thing in another circle. There's a lot of there's a lot that can go wrong yeah. here. There's a lot that can go wrong. It seems like it would be hard for a colorblind person. <laughs> well, it's it's either red or it's, or it's either orange or it's blue. Okay, that's so not too bad. don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> From what I know of colorblindness, it'll be all right. So much pressure going into this. After we do it the third time, the third time, I'm like, oh, 
Oh, God. This is where he's going to pop his enraged. So you lost two times. What was that? You lost two times. Yeah. Okay, all well, right. Well, after the, the, after the third uh, tethers phase. Okay. I'm like, I don't even have time to pull cards. Yeah. Like, I'm just, just like... Healing, healing, healing. Like, please, nobody die. Please, nobody die. Please, nobody die. <laughs> Watching the hell tick off. Three, two, one. And I see flaming halberds start to come up. I'm like, oh, my God. No, 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 no. Dead. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Do you jump up? I jumped up and I, I'm i like, this feels amazing. Yeah. I've never felt this. I haven't felt this way in a very, very, very long time. Was your yeah. hands shaking? Was that? Were your hands shaking? I was. My hands were. I was laser focused on today. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't get that shaky feeling. It's just like I had a genuine sense of I worked on this. I got it done. Mm-hmm. It felt great. I didn't. I got uh, ninja weapons. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking ironic! <laughs> so why are you leveling dragoon? Who knows? Well, I was already leveling Dragoon well into this. I'm like, well, I wish I had a ninja now. <laughs> no, you can always you know, just give me the weapons. Um, you can. can you trade those I weapons? I literally literally cannot. Oh, okay. Or I would have done it Is already. unique to the, to the person? Was that? It's, it's untradeable. Oh, untradeable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and this was hard mode. This is the hardest mode. This is the hardest mode. Apparently, it's the... Second the hardest fight in the game. Okay. And I'm looking forward to trying something the harder one now. Mm. Good for you, man. Yeah. I'm happy that, that having that feeling of accomplishment. It's, you know, like you really having, get it, but yeah. Like having sworn off previously sworn off MMOs. Yeah, that was a good feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing that with more people. Hopefully my friends, my actual friends, mm. go into the next expansion. So yeah, yeah, that was uh that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> All right, very good. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah after all that. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I've done, I've done it wasn't it, that hard. I've done it three other times since. <laughs> I lost his luster. Yeah. Whatever. But each each time, it's still it's still hard. <laughs> or whatever. If he doesn't care about it, we don't care about no, you, it. You, Anthony. You, like, you, you, like, develop a camaraderie with these random people, and then you never see them again. This is actually really cool when that happens in games. Yeah. yeah. Just get this grand old time with this mm-hmm. person and never talk to them ever yep. again. What do you have for us, Ant? So, I pretty much just jumped deeper into this Final Fantasy fourteen rabbit hole that mm-hmm. you guys have set for me. <laughs> One specific person set it for you. And that person never playing the game. Yep. Chris. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> to be fair, he does have the least amount of Final Fantasy fourteen playtime at this table. I do. <laughs> Approximately zero minutes <laughs> logged in. So, pretty much... Um, be the the first, I guess, main story missions of the game. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Let me... I know there's extra stuff to this ninja cl- job that I'm using. Let mm-hmm. me go online. And I found this um this um, person has a bunch of YouTube videos with in-depth description of every job class. Mm-hmm. What are the two main classes for the job class plus the, the third tertiary class that you can still use abilities for to yeah. help you out with. And I found out that I've been playing this class wrong this whole time. Mm-hmm. Don't you love that feeling? <laughs> How did that make you feel? It, it, it was confusing. <laughs> I mean, you have another five abilities to get, too. You, you, yeah, you're right. But you know what? If you guys remember, like, I was on the messenger, like, complaining, like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, I've been yeah, playing yeah, this yeah. thing this wrong the whole time. I don't know how to set up these buttons properly. Like, and the thing is, like, one ability can change everything. Exactly. So 
I've been just going through watching a bunch of videos. Like my history for YouTube is stupid with Final Fantasy right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got comfortable with like a button layer that I had. I actually found a way to add like extra crossbars to my PlayStation screen because it's difficult on the home console than it is on the PC. Yeah. I'm getting more comfortable with it now and I like I'm starting to slightly get bored with my job class. I've been looking at other stuff to use, but like you know what? Let me just I got a, a little over a month left until the newest magic comes out. Let mm-hmm. me just hold on to this job until um, Red Mage and Samurai come out. Yeah, I wish I could say that about real life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could hold on to this job until Red Mage. <laughs> you probably wouldn't make any money anyway. I'd make style points. <laughs> yep, can't pay your bill with style points. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I've been playing, but um, I definitely know the feeling that Joe has. That's how I feel about Destiny. Mm-hmm. Like, for a while, Destiny was like, okay, I feel like, okay, this is a compliment. Like, those raids with Destiny's retarded, especially when you don't have a good group. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, you guys are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad that you got that feeling. It, 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 I never thought I'd experience again. It also helped that the music is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just brought my memories about Destiny and like other games I used to yeah. care for a lot. It's it's a very strange feeling that I don't think you can really get from any other. No, there's always those games. few. There's always those. I don't agree with those that. Kinds of games, really. Okay. Yeah. I, the, the first Demon Souls, I remember losing to the Flame Lurker a lot and finally beating him, and I literally jumped up and threw my control on the floor. <laughs> yeah. So fucking hard in that game. That's a rare. It is. It is definitely a rare feeling. Yeah. yeah I I remember the the Taken King raid with um, Oryx. That was the first time I beat it. That was me. I remember I left here one night. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna try to do this," mm-hmm. and I didn't go to bed until like five in the morning. I'm like, "Yo." If I don't beat this, I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I think I beat that raid twice my whole time. Yeah. It's been out for like two years now. Yeah. So I definitely understand that feeling. And it's great. Hopefully. <laughs> many more to come. Yeah, definitely. It won't be many more. Several that's what, more that's what makes it so unique. Yeah. It's, only, it's so it's only, rare. Yeah, it's only that one time. <laughs> I, th- I think also it's a feeling of like, you do all this grinding in the game, get all these weapons, get all these stuff. And it's like, okay, let me... Like Joe said, let me put it to the test. Yeah. What can I really do? Yeah. How you good test am I? your ability, right? Like Mortal Kombat, test your might. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to the new expansion before the games coming out in the future, and that's about it. Mm. Yeah. Destiny and Stormblood but on your horizon, man. You got oh. the future looks bright for you. There's a lot of things coming out for me this year. <laughs> yeah. All right, Red did too. <laughs> Let the record show he's nodding <laughs> maniacally. Dre, what you playing? Uh, well, I'm also playing Final Fantasy XIV, but I don't really talk, want to talk about it because it's been talked about so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been feeling well the past like couple of weeks, so I needed to do something that turned off my brain when I was having fun in the MTA uh, transit system here. But we've already Has, talked about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> the transit system here has been under siege, yes. uh, basically non-functional for the past week. Oh wow! So a lot of power outages lately. Hmm. A lot of stupid. I've I've really needed something to do, and I needed something to that I could carry with me. So as you know, my Switch is not a portable console. You're playing it wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's go. absolutely untrue because my Switch has the curved sque- screen, and <laughs> curved screens are the rage. That's true. This is true. <laughs> uh, so I'm. Messing with my 3DS again, and 
as ugly as it is, I, I do have games on it that I haven't played, and I decided to play the brain dead game of Project Cross Zone 2. Woohoo! Can't get more brain dead than that. And that is no. as brain dead. Uh, I, Chris, I believe you said it was dumber than a stack of bricks when you were talking about it last year. I did. It is. That is exactly. I mean, it's just. It's the most brain dead RPG I've ever played in my life. And they know it. And they know, but that's fine. And they, that's not no, the that's point. Like, yeah, and I, and I respect that game because of it. You know, I really wish it was about. The last one was about 15 hours shorter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it goes on too long. Yeah, it does. It does. But it, it, it's still fun. Mm hmm. But I get it. Yeah, dumber than the stack of bricks is exactly it. <laughs> so I don't really stupid. have too much to say about it because it's not that different from the previous one. And it there's not much going on in it. So just is what it is. It's all about the fun character interactions yeah. Yeah. and shit. And, you know. That's so what you play cool. that game for. Yeah, yeah, and you get the cool ninja team. So you know if what I'll share? If only you didn't have to worry about the nonsensical storyline. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll share is the opposite moment I have of sheer happiness at the accomplishment in an MMO because I was a guild leader at the time with a bunch of people who I'm still pretty close with. I actually went to that wedding in uh, Canada for two of them. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't able to make the previous wedding for the other two of them. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty cool with these guys. And we were in the guild together. And it was the end of uh, the Lich King expansion mm -hmm. in, in Warcraft. And we are on Arthas, and we're plugging away at Arthas for a pretty long time. And I'm there, and we're wiping, we're wiping. I level up my priest so that we can get better healers. We wipe, we wipe. I was like, all right, guys, I'm, a, I'm not here next week, so good luck with the raid. <laughs> Guess what they did? They didn't beat him. They beat him. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. You guys are awesome. I wonder who was the deciding factor in that. <laughs> Clearly it was me. <laughs> I remember when this happened. The, the next I remember week, this. The next week I'm there. And then we can't beat the boss that's before Arthas. Despite the fact that we had it on farm. Huh. I was just like, what is wrong with you guys? As soon as I leave... And then I said, oh. Oh, I get it. I'm the problem. <laughs> That's a humbling feeling. That's a, that, is a, that, is a, that is a humbling feeling. <laughs> but it actually, the funny thing is that I wasn't really the problem. It, I mean, sure, you say that. No, it, it's, it's true. It's the only, true. The only I was common, not the problem. The only common uh, <laughs> element to all these wipes. <laughs> and I'm not the problem. Yeah. The, the problem was that while I was there... Uh, a lot of people were rotating in and out. And mm. the day that I wasn't there was basically just me was the only person who was there all the time that wasn't there. Mm. So they had nine out of ten of the people who were so they pretty much always had, there. So had a stable. Right. Spot. Everyone who was there knew what to do. The one time I wasn't there. Mm. And then after I come back, it was half the raid knows what they're doing. And the other half, well, let's could, just stand and shit. Who can collaborate this story with you? Uh... The other people that were there. <laughs> so I have never seen that ending, despite the fact that my guild had. In fact, after the expansion and Cataclysm came out, we went, they were like, do you want to go back? And I said, no, I don't deserve it. <laughs> wow, that's honorable. I don't deserve it. I was, I was Moses. I brought them to the promised land, but I could not go in. <laughs> did, you like, did you demote yourself? 
Well, then it, it was Cataclysm, so everything fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to play the Nobody game anymore. Nobody wanted to play the game. And, and, and honestly, it, it was, it was the, the last time I really had fun in WoW was learning that, that fight and, and suffering through it. But I never got to see it, the, mm. the end of it, so it kind of hurt. But I was happy that the, the guys that I was there. The people. Yeah. I was happy that they got to, to to get it down. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have done it if it weren't for your the experience that you provided. Mm-hmm. So in effect, you didn't you didn't not help. I, I well, I'm not trying to say I, I was I was not. I don't think I'm the best player, but I don't think I caused them to lose. No, to I, be, I, to be, to be, I I have caused several groups to lose in the last few days <laughs> i had up oh. until up until yesterday yeah. i had the astro yips <laughs> it was so bad i'm like oh god i can't do this anymore <laughs> like people were calling me out and shit i'm like uh, well i mean you I, are an astrologian in the progression raid so it's not progression anymore it's technically old content well if you're if you're in a learning raid is it a progression raid it was a farm raid <laughs> it was a farm raid you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> I went actually went back to a, like a lower tier. I'm like, let me go to this learning clear and farm. I'm like, I, I need to go back to clear mm-hmm. to try to get this done, get my get over my hump. Word. And like clear group was better than the seven farm groups I was part. Of. Do they do? Does the game designate what's? They up? don't. It's, it's is the actual person putting it up. Yeah, saying, it's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a weird system they got. It's like the learning for the no, learning, that's a, that's clearing cool for first time, yeah. farm for. Thousands of times you've done this already. Word. All right, so that's what we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, so let's take a moment, listen to some music, and then come back with some, some news. Some vaporwave. <laughs> some what? <laughs> vaporwave is pretty some good. Vaporwave. You know, what? you put, you slow down an '80s pop song, put like a bust of a Greek philosopher. In a... No wonder I haven't heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> to do with 80s music. Like the biggest piece of garbage I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I promise you guys, we have no Nintendo news this week. <laughs> so Nintendo has detailed the E3 plans, <laughs> but uh, they're not going to be at E3. So we'll talk about that a little bit closer to E3. How about uh, some Square Enix news? Because More? Apparently, we seem to love Square Enix. So We all kind of do, technically, in our own way. Yeah, uh, a little bit. I love Just Cause 3. 3? Yeah. 2 is better. Yeah, 2 is way better. <laughs> Whatever. Dre got me three, so I had to say three. <laughs> uh, they made some bank last year. Hmm. Which... They didn't have no, game, no games last year. Well, they had Final Fantasy XV and Tomb oh, Raider. yeah. I forgot they about did. that. They did. Those did well, huh? They had what? Tomb Raider? Yeah. Yes. I didn't even realize that. It was... Uh, Microsoft had that year exclusivity deal. Hmm. And it released on the PlayStation platforms. That's when it made money. <laughs> right? <laughs> Damn. Shots fired. So they had a, a numbers here, 22.9% increase in uh, income. In one Point, fiscal year. 0.8% increase in profit. So that's pretty good. That's, that's, a, that's a really good. Yeah. It's not negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Once you're profitable, you know, that helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. And... They didn't actually mention Final Fantasy XIV in this article, but that game seems to be having its best time 
of its life. Well, we certainly can't shut up about it. <laughs> well, their, their marketing for that game has been really good. Mm-hmm. And present, as opposed to what it was when the game crashed and relaunched. Yes. Where it was basically non-existent. People didn't even know it, it happened. So bad they destroyed the world. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a world you couldn't jump in, so... It's true. It Wait. needed to be destroyed. <laughs> you couldn't jump when the game first came out. Correct. Yeah. Well, in the in the beta test, I think they fixed it by the time it actually launched. Mm. The designer at the time was like, "Why would you need to do that?" I don't know. Maybe because the geometry that you've made for the game is not a flat plane. Maybe. Maybe just act- people can actually do it. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if I can do something that an MMO character can't do, That's probably should put that in the game. <laughs> what else was that? Was Hitman last year? Yeah, Hitman was yep. last year. But, and speaking on Hitman, uh, despite the fact that, yeah, we made some good money, and Hitman was some of the reason why we did that, we're going to sell off the guys that made Hitman. Iowa Interactive. Mm. I read that news and I was actually very surprised because the word of mouth in that game was very positive. It was. Uh, I was pretty surprised when I heard it too. I didn't expect that, especially on top of the this profitability. Yeah. That it I, seemed weird. And the timing well, seemed weird. I think that news came first, actually. I, I read that news first, at least. How possible is it that they saw that, read it as Hitman has nowhere left to go. This is all they do for us. They greenlit a second season. Well, there, there was that idea. <laughs> <laughs> so so much for that. It most likely just didn't sell it. I don't think they even have the figures out for Hitman. Yeah. Oh, maybe. But sounds about right. I mean, sure, the, the few people I've heard talk about Hitman can't shut up about it. Yeah. But I don't hear that many people talking about it. Yeah, that's true. None of nobody at this table bought it. No. Or played it. So like two people in the world bought it then. Hmm. Same four people who bought uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Those four guys that well, keep showing up. I didn't buy it, so <laughs> yeah, Joe, so, did you get it for uh the Square Enix bundle? I might have. I don't know. <laughs> that bundle was such garbage. It was. The only the only thing I got out of that bu- bu- bundle that was worthwhile was Lightning Returns, which I've already played. Mm-hmm. Such a disappointing holiday bundle. I knew it would be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was well, hoping for Final Fantasy XIV. Like that's why I bought it later. Like, buy it now. <laughs> when you're buying random games that you don't know what they are before you buy them, prepare to be disappointed. It was like what, ten bucks? Yeah, it was Twenty 10 bucks? Yeah. I, it, I knew it wasn't gonna be good. I knew Lightning Returns was gonna be in and like whatever. <laughs> At least I'll get this. That is a good game. Mm. So who knows, maybe because they're reorganizing around their Marvel deal uh, is why they might feel like they need to do this. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, I kind of did too for for a while because, you know, you expect to hear some rumblings about it, but uh, E3 is coming up. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Why did you say that? Whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> was, is that even a game? Where Enix, Marvel, Disney... Count this as an early bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've gotten that out into the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, last week we talked about open world games and their omnipresence and saturation of the market. Uh, I think we kind of missed a couple. Like 
Arkham Asylum. I mean, uh, Arkham City. Which I, I want to kick myself for when I was editing the podcast. I was like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing about Arkham City. It doesn't feel like an open world. It feels like open space, open city, open town, mm, I guess. <laughs> open uh, neighborhood. Ham- uh, Hamlet. Hamlet. Open Jersey. You're open Jersey. <laughs> closed Jersey. <laughs> Just closed Jersey. Yeah. That's kind of the whole point. Lupino. I mean, that's the best place to put a whole bunch of weird, super-powered criminals is New Jersey. <laughs> uh, we have Dynasty Warriors 9 being declared an open-world game. Dynasty Warriors 9. You may remember, but 9 is the German word for no. <laughs> That's I'm how you gonna, feel about this? I'm going to have to go with Joe on this one, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I Something about this just seems like they should have been here so, a long time ago. You know what? Ago. All right. I'm going to... Someone said something on Reddit after this was after this was posted. They said something I, I, I snickered at. They said they, take, they took the two video game archetypes known for repetitive and boring gameplay and put them together. <laughs> <laughs> Two negatives make a positive. Look, man, I loved me some Dinosaur Warriors back in the day. Uh huh. When you know it, the series when peaked, it was five, when it was Dinosaur Warriors five, and that was pretty much. I had a feeling it was never going to get better than that. And you were per- right. Pretty much right. I mean, there's the occasional <laughs> decent like um, licensed Muso games. Yeah, those are right. You know, yeah. like Hyrule Warriors, for example. You know, uh, stuff One Piece like One that. is good. There, there's the occasional ones that are mm-hmm. that are decent. I mean, how many times can you retell this story? I mean, I know that they, I know they've <laughs> yes. done it with Romance of the Three Kingdoms and an infinite amount of times. Thirteen, and, I believe, is the and number. now Dynasty Warriors. It's they they've made this story a lot. So yeah, at yeah. this point, and that's the same company doing both of those series too, which is extra insane if you really think about it. Wait, this isn't a continuing tale. They're just retelling the story. Yeah, it's just the story it's the of, same the, story of the every three time. kingdoms. Really? Yeah. Do you not know the? It's a, it's a book. No, I know, but I, I thought <laughs> it was continuing. Like this is chapter nine. No. There, there's the battle of uh, Hulao at the yeah, Hulao at, gate. At the baby. gate. Every goddamn every game. <laughs> Hulao gate, son. So what is it like? Better graphics and better mechanics, I guess. That's about it. In theory, yeah. Questionably better mechanics. Yeah. They're usually not. They're as usually good not. Like they, they, like I said, they, they, that series really seriously peaked with five and. Samurai Warriors was pretty decent too, but who is this for? Who buys these games? I don't know. Maybe Drake can use some num some mind numbing activity. <laughs> well, I mean, if if it takes that to get over my crane, who knows? You know, I don't know. That's a good question because uh, it's because the the development of these games is very interesting. For the first part, because the first game was a fighting game for the PlayStation One. Hmm. And two comes out as a launch title for the PS2. That's a completely different thing. Wait, two came out for the PS2? Yeah. Wow. What system had the most? Two, three, four, and five were all for the PS2. I think oh, six crap. as well. Six may I don't believe so. But I think six was the first one developed for the PS3. Huh. I know a lot about these games because I you play them all. I, <laughs> see, I, you see, you're the one that buys them. Yeah, yeah rocks them all. Me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I. I I, like I said, I used to like this series. I was I was a big fan of this series, but you know, you just want to turn your brain off and kill hundreds and hundreds of people, and that's and that's fine. But now, every now and something satisfying about it. Every now and then, you need a muso. Yeah, yeah. 
But then they added Zelda and you was never going back. Oh, that game was really good. No. <laughs> Can you blame me? I think everything with the facelift, but the One Piece, the Gundam series. Yeah. Is, is Kamen Rider. <laughs> is a Kamen Rider? Joe yeah, Ryan. I, Joe remember, I, oh, I remember that one. Bat yeah. Ride War. Yeah, Bat Ride War. Mm-hmm. Bad Ride War. Bad Ride. Bad Ride. Oh. Bad Ride. That's even worse. <laughs> Japan. Japanese. Japan. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's because Japan. <laughs> well, you know Kamarada had to come up with Crispy and Hidra. Yes. Dragon Ball and Kamen Rider. <laughs> Marvel Comics. 4205 Henshin Z-Cast. We're back. <laughs> you can tell by Dre's astounding silence. <laughs> Dre, listen, you opened the door when he said he I need to retire. <laughs> uh, we have a couple of PC ports of some games that I never played and probably will never play. Because you don't like platinum games. <laughs> but, but, you know, some people actually like these games, like Vanquish. Man. It's a game that flew under my radar because I couldn't play it. <laughs> it's a game you that a PS3. flew under yeah. my radar because I had no idea it even out. existed. Oh, okay, you didn't. Okay, yeah. And then the PS3 till like late. We were working at to like late unsolicited video game retailer. <laughs> unsolicited, <laughs> unsolicited. <laughs> well, I almost said it. Non-denominational, innocuous, quick. There's some other adjectives that don't fit. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Yellow. It's late, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vanquish and King of Fighters 14 heading to PC. KOF 14! Vanquish. I'm very excited for. KOF 14, I am very excited for. Tell us about your excitement about these games because. Uh, well, not these games. I, I don't will care about be KOF. passing on both of them. Nah. Really? KOF 14, too? Vanquish. It's funny. It's, yeah. it's, you know what's funny? When I played Vanquish originally, I despised the game because I played it wrong, apparently. Like, I played it. It's a third-person shooter, but made by a crazy person. I think uh, Shinji Mikami uh, made it. I think you're right. I can't yeah, remember. and I was like, ah, why is anybody loving this game so much? And then I watched the video on YouTube, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I was playing this game completely wrong. It's wow, an arc. That's a story of tonight. It's an arc. <laughs> Everything you know is wrong. Yeah, it's an arc. Because wide up is down and short is long. It's an arcade shooter. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 I played it strictly as a, a cover-based shooter. Yeah, you think it's cover-based, like, and you realize it's, it's not. You shouldn't, like, you shouldn't ever walk in that game. You should be knee-sliding everywhere. That game is And back-flipping and doing everything in slow motion. It's flashy. It's, it's, it's flashy. Crazy. The game is so much fun. It has the most insane final boss ever. Oh, Jesus. Like, I'm super happy that... It, like, Sega, they, Sega's doing it right lately. Yes, they... Like, $20 they put, for that? They put up Bayonetta... Yeah. On this thing, and everyone's like, "Where's Vanquish?" And it was like two, week, go, two on, weeks. Two weeks later, yeah, they're like, "Oh, we got it. Don't Here's worry." Vanquish, y'all. There you go. Uncapped frame rates. Ah, yeah, that game is cuckoo. It's Oof. and if you buy Bayonetta, you get that twenty five percent off. That's correct. And I was man, I didn't want to buy Bayonetta again because I bought that game three times. I wonder if I can, this would have been the fourth. Listen, yes, I, I wonder if times. I can. I wonder if I can buy it on sale and gift it. Yeah, for Bayonetta. No, uh, Vanquish. <laughs> Why? If I can buy it at 75%. Oh. Yeah, because I have Bayonetta. Mm. We need to <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, yeah. maybe. You, you wouldn't want to play Vanquish? I wouldn't want to play it. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because you guys... He's always playing He's always paying Final Fantasy. I can't use his. Well, if he gifts it to you, then he can just use I your just account. want an excuse to buy Bayonetta again. You, you <laughs> could just have it so that you can have another 8,000 games. <laughs> But KOF on, on PC is pretty good, too. About damn time. It's 
nice to have that option, especially since they put 13 on it, right? Yeah. They had 13 on PC. 13, so. 13 port was very good, too. Hmm. The game is just very good in general. Yes, it like, is. 14, like, listen, we've said a million times, doesn't look nearly as visually appealing as 13 did. Mm-hmm. But uh still want to play it, you know? Well, now I have no excuse. Yep. <laughs> Other than nobody plays it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you really wanted to play it, then what would it matter if nobody played it? Got to play right, online, yeah. bro. Yeah. Well, uh, pray that netcode is good. Oh man, it's, it's not, not good. <laughs> it won't be. It never is. Is that SNK anymore? Yeah. I am such garbage at KOF. I just like all the fun I have in KOF is playing other other friends and just destroying them. Shit. Destroying them. <laughs> he didn't destroy me in that shit. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, that's because I don't play anymore, so he has nobody left to destroy. <laughs> uh, and on the topic of fighting games, Street Fighter V has officially released the eight-time leaked information about Ed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, they did. The newest character of the game with the most generic name. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, it's... it's so ass It's kind of stupid, Ed. and I like that. So Ed, I was just Ed with two Ds. He is the <laughs> he is the uh, little boy that Balrog found at the end of Street Fighter Four, and not a an overweight cop from Final Fight. <laughs> Dude had a gun. And it was it was like you cheating. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and apparently, because he has some random psycho powers or something, he ages quicker. Or some excuse. Oh, that's what they're. Oh, <laughs> I thought just time passed normally. No, no, because there's not that much time. I between. don't know Street Fighter time. Yeah, well, <laughs> street, street Fighter chronology is a little uh, <laughs> a little off. Just forget it. That's the Fong that's made the, a, That's the nice way of saying it. Yeah. In the in the in game story, Fong makes a comment that he the kid's growing pretty fast. Yeah, mm. and that's the reason. So that's why he is a muscle bound boxer now instead of a. Skinny psycho power using kid. He looks like so much fun. He that trailer they put out looks really cool. He, he looks they make him look really. He looks like a King of Fighters character. Yeah, he does. I'm does not really look excited. like a Street Fighter character. I'm hoping he doesn't have the uh, learning curve that Viper did. Well, it's more. most he, likely will. He's, no, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, think so. Of his, no, the inputs for his attacks are just button based. Yeah, and yeah. they're trying something new with that. And I applaud them for trying to break out of the mold. I'm sorry, a little bit. explain that. There's no motions on his attacks. Huh. Outside oh, yeah. of maybe holding a, holding a specific direction. So like forward and something might do something different. Hmm. But uh, there's no fireball motion with him. The only motion-based attack that he has is a super. That's really I'm neat. really intrigued to play him. Not to mention, I really, really like the play style. Yeah, from what I saw, he, he looks trailer. cool. I hate, I hate his design, but he. Yeah, he I'm looks, not the biggest fan of it. The Shadow Lou cap with the. He just looks like a hodgepodge, hair. a whole, a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, don't worry. Together. Capcom will release 80 new costumes. They already have for this character. <laughs> they already have. I mean, I'm, I'm going hoodie for him instantly. For oh, yeah, him, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> That's happening. But yeah, I really, really like what I've seen from that character so far. Well. Unfortunately, they're trying new stuff. It won't be enough to get me Back to play the game it. again, but you know I still follow. And I saw the trailer, and I was I nodded when I was watching because mm-hmm. his movement looked very, very cool. Yeah, it and reminds me. It reminds me a lot of TJ Combo in the current iteration of Killer Instinct. Mm. Like he moves like like 
a lot of movement, a lot of like crossing up and mix ups, and looks a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. And holy shit, the song was awesome. <laughs> it's got a full out rap song with mm. lyrics and everything. Just Eight Mile. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> Eight Mile actually. <laughs> I'm down. I'm excited because Colin didn't didn't do it for me. She was not very exciting. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Colleen. Who's that? The Ice Queen lady. In the story mode? That, um, yeah, she's the one who... Yeah. She's Gil's uh, assistant. You find out in the end. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> I forgot she was in that one. Yeah, like, uh, she's at least. Just, she didn't interest me that much. I played her a little bit. Just huh. not my not my style of character. Kind of boring, actually. Hmm. All right. So, moving on with uh, the topic of leaks... Our good boys at Ubisoft took the year off of uh, Assassin's Creed to hopefully make a better one this year. Mm-hmm. And it has been leaked and leaked and leaked. And now they have officially leaked it again. Hold on. A Ubisoft game leaked? Stop it. It, it, it never Stop. happens, right? Oh, my God. My God. So the new name of it is going to be Assassin's Creed Origins. Wow. You guys suck with naming. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Apparently, our first assassin of Altair is not the first assassin. Wait, it, is that supposed to be the story? To, he had to learn from somebody, right? No, I mean, he he's part of an order. Well, yes, he did. <laughs> he did. He's part of the order of assassins? assassins when you play the game. Yeah, so there was already the group there, and now I guess you're going to find out how that I mean, it's been happened. a decade. I understand if you've forgotten. I did forget. So. And what what was his great. leader's name? Masaif was that his name? I believe so. Yes. Wow, you guys are you guys are into out. this yeah. Assassin's Creed knowledge detail. <laughs> wow. So, so you know, Assassin's Creed art. Could they have named this game any worse? Origins. Yeah. They, they could have called it Assassin's Creed Zero. They could have. <laughs> uh, that would have been worse. It's the same thing. Assassin's or- Creed Zero Origins. See, it sounds better already. Zero <laughs> Assassin's Creed Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Origins. <laughs> <laughs> The first. Vermilion first. Regenesis. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> Number reload. Slash. <laughs> Three, 351 over, <laughs> over X9. God damn it. Uh, this game should be out for, what, October, November, and... Mm, yes. My psychic senses are telling me it's November. Mm. The fall season. Um, because that's whenever it's, it's it's gonna out. It's going to release on the month of Fastbender. I'm not getting it. Oh. <laughs> you didn't get the bad joke, or you're not going to get the Assassin's Creed? I'm not getting Assassin's Creed. I'm ignoring the bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, September, October, Fastbender, <laughs> November. <laughs> what would it take for you guys to get back into the Assassin's Creed games? Ooh. Reboot. <laughs> well, there you go, Joe. Not Ubisoft. Oh. No, that's never going to happen. Yeah, so. I know. Actually, the only the Star Trek bridge crew is Ubisoft. And that looked really fun. VR? Yeah. You know what would get me to go VR back into that screen. game? If they yeah, somehow turned back time and didn't kill Desmond for no reason. Yeah. Guess you're not like, going Really back. to shit the bed with that one. Yeah, I don't understand what the fuck... Happened. The storyline was the super writer, interesting, and then the writer wasn't. left, so <sighs> they kill him. Wanted to get out from underneath that, but yes, there there was convolution, but it was building toward that moment where you're going to have the Assassin's Creed game in modern times. Mm-hmm. My head cannon is still the guy from Watch Dogs One is Desmond. 
when when they first debuted Watch Dogs, I was very hyped for it because I was I was thinking this is basically their modern day Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yep, it was supposed to be. And it was ass. Then it got delayed and stopped caring. And, and they shit the bed. Never actually played it. When that game came out, I was it showed at E3 the first time. I lost my mind. Yeah, dude, we all were so Everybody hype on did. that. Everybody I, went crazy. That was the first. That was the first like next gen game, next yeah. gen showpiece. Everybody went nuts. Yeah, I think modern awesome. day. I think modern day Assassin's Creed would uh, reignite my uh, interest in it. And then you know they just pull some crazy shit where Desmond is the main character. How do you how do you climb in a modern day Assassin's Creed? No, you you climb up a skyscraper and then you know you get the view of the city and then you dive into the haystack. Right <laughs> <on> the <top. laughs> yeah, dude, like the haystacks that are like on every corner. Yeah, no. you guys they stop could, joking about it. They could easily just put it in New York and the dumpsters can be haystacks. <laughs> you know, a hobo would yell at you when you landed. Hey, <laughs> this is my house. My house. <laughs> Crazy drunk jumper. <laughs> Yeah, and as you climb up these towers, the the security can be popping out of the windows trying to grab you. It'd be interesting. No, it would not. All right. (laughs) You guys are liars. And the Viper we'd be trying to get you? The what? The Viper. The Viper. You know, the window Viper. Wow, it's such an obscure G.I. Joe reference and no one's going to get it. (laughs) I know. No one's going to get it. (laughs) I was once a man. Oh, my God. Oh man! That one's for you, Rommel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never watched GI Joe because I thought it was garbage, <laughs> even as a kid. Yeah, I get it. So we got some interesting pictures of Microsoft's new VR motion controllers. You thought VR was dead, huh? I mean, it is. I thought it was done. That's true. Because uh. Who has touched any of this stuff? It's certainly been sleeping indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so was nap. Rip Van Winkle. Yeah. And that happened that he was sleeping for, what, 100 years? Yeah. It, it seems like VR was kind of like that. I went to sleep in the 90s. <laughs> I woke back up and like, I'm in the future now. Let's see what I can do. I'm still tired. <laughs> I'm going to go back to sleep. Nap. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what it would take for... Anything to reignite the VR craze that was around for like six months last year? Well, no, one, they didn't capitalize on it. The the hard the hardware was expensive. And That's it. The, you the, know, the, the, the barrier to get The support that was being thrown behind it was kind of you know shady. Mm-hmm. The Oculus stuff and Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Valve support of it wasn't exactly straightforward because nothing is straightforward with Valve. Hmm. Unless it's hats or Dota. And even then. <laughs> Have they put hats into Dota yet? I don't know. I don't play Dota. But I'm sure there are hats. I'm sure there's a hat character. <laughs> this is a big giant hat. Uh, this VR stuff. I don't know. Uh, uh, I think the price is not cheap. But I think the price is pretty decent compared to uh, like the Vive and Oculus. Because you get a... Uh, special controller and the headset for four hundred dollars. So, right, what what is what what ha- what hasn't been said yet is yeah, Microsoft is getting into this VR game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is this too late? Are they way behind the curve? I don't know. 
I, re- I, I think that the biggest roadblock for VR right now is there are no applications for it. Yeah, there's like, a lot for, of sh- forget games. There's, there's a lot of shovelware yeah. for VR right yeah. now. And the- Star Trek Bridge Crew. <laughs> and Star Trek Bridge Crew. God, that game looks fun. <laughs> but here's the thing. The problem with that, with Star Trek Bridge Crew, is like you need people with multiple VR sets in the mm-hmm. same area. It's really I think I think multiple, like the Oculus and the Vive can... Mm-hmm. Crossplay with still, you need more than one person who owns a VR <laughs> headset for it to function. Yeah, good mm-hmm. luck with that. Well, Theo's gonna have four of them, so yeah, Theo. You know what this reminds me of? The VR reminds me of when you had that one kid that had the link cable in school. Pokemon. Everybody <laughs> had the link cable in school. That's what? not true. What? Nope. You guys went what to school? Schools. What school you went to? <laughs> I don't know. No, like, you don't know what school you went to? I'm not going to say it on the air. I guess the, the, <laughs> the, the equivalent for me would be the one guy who owned the Neo Geo. Oh, that, uh, yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Or, never, or, I, or a multi-tap. Oh, uh, yeah. I had the multi-tap. <laughs> I had the multi-tap as well. Bom- much Bomberman was played. My first multi-tap was the N64. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, novelty items. Mm-hmm. My bold prediction will be... I think the Xbox Scorpio will be VR capable. We're not, you know, we're ruining an episode. <laughs> yeah, we've already given two bold yeah. predictions, right? Oh, that's fine. There'll be many more. Yep. Still need games for it. Though. I don't really think that's a bold prediction, though. And what what is the purpose of releasing this this information if they're not going to capitalize in a, capitalize on it with their own system to work on your Microsoft Windows PC? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Where the Vive and Oculus thrive. Well, thrive is the wrong word. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, most definitely. Exist, I guess? Yes, yeah. yeah. They're around. Somewhere. Over the rainbow. So, if your bold prediction is right, mm-hmm. is this what Scorpio would need remember our remembering our uh, what happened to the Xbox exclusive episode? Is this what Microsoft needs to springboard themselves? Listen, I don't think, like we've just mentioned, the interest in VR is very low right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it maybe it isn't, and maybe just the buzz about it is very low, because that's certainly the case. Yeah, um, they still releasing games for it. They just yeah, did they like are, a Rick and Morty they, thing what, the other day. What what of significance is being released onto VR? Nothing. Because, because like I like I mentioned, um, I think I mentioned in the VR ep- episode last year. Anything to make for VR, um, you need to make it either make it exclusive. Or a two D mode, or just have something that has yeah two D, a two D mode, and have it be VR compatible. Mm-hmm. In which case, why do you need it? Yeah, yeah. and you it's know, already you can't, to, to, because yeah because you end up either you end up splitting your market, mm-hmm. or just, or the person goes well if I can play and experience this game not the VR yeah fuck it I don't yeah. need it. Not only that, it like from, from everything from all the reports I I, I hear. Triple A, even like video game development is too risky to put, like just just to shovel a bunch of money and funding into a VR exclusive title, a big budget exclusive VR title. I was actually surprised that Resident Evil Seven had it. it Resident Evil Seven wasn't uh, uh, VR exclusive. Yeah. There's there's very few things that that can like possibly get good funding and. Have people be interested in a in a VR game where it'll like it'd be a huge success? Mm-hmm. You need that killer app for a VR game. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah, you yeah, need yeah. that that game. It's that, not game. But the risk isn't worth it. But it doesn't have to be a AAA game though. That's uh, not true. 
That's not true. At is all. Minecraft in VR? No. There you go. That's true. <laughs> you know no, Minecraft. You Minecraft, Minecraft, is... Minecraft is your answer to everything today. <laughs> is, is Minecraft a triple. Would you consider Minecraft a triple A title? I guess, then? yeah. Exactly yeah, my point. Yeah. So my point is. But it's okay. at the high fidelity, basically. It's the same example as always. You need mm-hmm. that killer fucking game. The Xbox, the original Xbox, would not exist. Not for Halo. If it didn't have Halo, the thing would be would have been dead in the fucking water. But That's VR, why it's in the Hall of Fame. But VR doesn't need to be a gaming platform, though. You could do a lot of things with VR. True. But what what do you like what are we talking about here exactly? The meetings. Fucking no, I'm not an engineer. You got Skype, dude. Like, what do you need VR for if you got fucking Skype? Like, it, it's probably not invented yet, but I think once they crack that nut, it like, doesn't need to be games for it to be to thrive. You say crack that nut. That's full. Now I think pornography. <laughs> they tried the VR. Oh, yeah, they tried, no, yeah. yeah. And when they put porn on the VR, I was like, oh shit, this this might actually do dude, that. Stuff. I can see that happen. Yeah, of course. In terms of interactive entertainment. That's going to be one of the things that will sell VR. <laughs> Interactive. Yeah, especially if it has the internet capability. Mm. I, think, I, I think the costs need to come down. For I VR. don't think I'd want that. <laughs> in my pornography games. Like that April Fool's gag. Where Pornhub had that, you know, <laughs> shared a Facebook thing. <laughs> That's enough porn. All right, all right. That's all right. enough porn in That was funny, though. Stuff. I remember seeing that. Okay, so so what are you trying to sell this on as in being that entertainment or video games? It could be all encompassing. It doesn't have to be squarely into video games and doesn't squarely have to be into interactive stuff. I think my point still stands, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying In terms no. of, like, you need that for, one for killer gamers, thing to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, you, yeah you killer thing. You need it's, games for By the way, we never split from the news. This is still the news. Okay. Sorry, guys, you're not going to hear the music this Aww. split. Okay. Was that was that was that the last bit of news? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Now I it mean, is. Yeah, well, that's the point of the news. News usually spurns off spurs mm-hmm. off into this anyway. So that's yeah, I, mean, yeah. I should have that break. I don't think they should have. I mean, I guess they want a market share of the VR, mm-hmm. but you still don't even have games for your for your for main what you're system. trying to do. Yeah. Your main priority. So why even dwell into this? That might fail because VR is not really. I think Microsoft's approach right now is to the, the kitchen sink approach, like to have everything just into throw one everything like See whatever. Why, hits. why else would you? Why, why else would this happen right yeah. now? Yeah. I mean, that's fine by me. So if you want to throw everything out, throw some games out. Yeah, go for it. Maybe. If it works, it works. And with Project Scorpio, who knows how how good that's going to be? Mm-hmm. If it, if the price is affordable, or maybe like this is like a thousand dollar project for this essentially. You know, maybe yeah. say four hundred for the VR headset, five hundred for the Scorpio. I'm. <laughs> You know, yeah, just uh, speculating on the prices. Yeah, like, but this, but it's like prices don't matter because if you like people, if you if you have enough content on it, people are gonna buy it no matter how much it costs. Mm. Like yeah. the original PS3. It's 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 a matter of having yeah again like having the thing. It's it's about the the quality of the content. Mm-hmm. It's not about it's not always about the price tag. I mean, the price tag can have an effect, yes, but if you if the thing is awesome enough, people will pay for it. That you guys you guys bought the Switch for Zelda. Yeah. Long story short. I mean, how much do we pay for smartphones? Yeah. I was just. And we about don't even this. fucking think about it because of how essential it is. Essential they yeah. are. Like, not essential. Yeah. They are now. Yeah. Because everybody has one. Like, think about it. Like if you're, let's say you're buying a phone outright. All smartphones are pretty much seven to seven to nine hundred dollars. Yeah. 
and people buy them every single day. Yeah, right, let's take a look at the history of peripherals for consoles. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at it for a second. Because that's essentially what a VR headset is. Yep. How many of them are... Well, Chris mentioned earlier, like, you know, the guy with the multi-tap, mm-hmm. you know? You didn't know that many people. These were not, like, in every video gamer's household. Yeah. So you're not going to have a VR headset in every gaming household. Mm-hmm. You know, every gamer is going to have either... They're either going to have an Xbox, a, play, a PS3, a Switch, or PC, or any combination of the four, mm-hmm. you know? Some of them are going to have all the mana VR headsets. Some of them are not going to have a VR headset. So there's not a... You, you don't, you don't get a lot of... Uh, if you put a VR game out there, you're not going to get a complete... Uh, how to say? The market's already segmented. Yeah. 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 That so, was one of the things that, from what I recall... On the VR episode that we were, ta- that we were talking about, mm-hmm. it's like the market was already segmented, and that was going to be a difficult thing for VR to overcome. As far as and, the and now Microsoft is throwing their hat in the into the race, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's only going to segment it further. So, well, we, like the this, the Oculus is kind of like hit some stumbling, some stumbling blocks, and kind of like fallen down a couple of times, tripped up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know. PS3, the PSVR is a you know, it's a fun, is a functional piece of equipment, but it's not that powerful. Nowhere near what the uh, yeah. other PC stuff right. is providing. And, and even if you have the P, the PS4 Pro, it's still not that yeah. much better. It, it's a it's a significant jump, but not not compared to lo- what it is on a PC. Yeah. But yeah, right. the, the level of fidelity is the not vibe is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, I think one of the touch controls is two hundred dollars by themselves. Yeah. Ridiculously expensive. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like people are getting priced that like, people are either getting. Um, like lower lower quality and expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, higher quality, getting priced out on it, or shady business and weird funding practices mm-hmm. with the Oculus Rift. So now, with Microsoft throwing the hat in the race here, uh, what can they offer? I, mean, I guess I guess in a good note for them, they can they see what's going on, they see the bullshit, mm-hmm. and they can try to. Work around it's it. Po- it's possible that it uh, could be the I definitive mean, VR console experience. It needs to be. There has to be a commitment to it. Then that yeah, mm-hmm. I agree There's with that. that. That's the like, large that, and, problem and with all of this. That's that a problem. There hasn't been the commitment. That's problem with Sony, especially because they put out stuff and be like, oh, we don't fucking know what's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. But Sony's like, oh, we'll see what happens. Right, <laughs> what's, even, what's, the, what's the one thing gamers are known for being? The biggest thing. The annoying. Stereo cells. Cheap. Lazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lazy. There's a, I, to be honest with you, there's a lot of times I want to try to uh, PSVR, but mm-hmm. the setup is like, it's not worth it. Well, let me finish. Uh, let me make my yeah. point. Well, lazy is not, just the reason not, I'm not, not a PC. Not only the setup, you know, most casual gamers get their game. They're like, I'm just going to play. I'm just going to wait for the next Call of Duty to come out. You know, I'm going to stick to what I know, stick to what I like. Mm-hmm. Here's what I like. I'm sticking with it. I used to be like that. Yeah. So I understand. I mean, you, know, you, always, you just kind of succumb to the peer pressure of this table. <laughs> so you have the, us to thank for that. But Or not thank. I mean, I can't. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be the voice of the super casual gamer. Mm-hmm. But I can only imagine that... They get their console because they know the stuff they're going to want is going to be on that console. 
Like, like, their Call of Duty is gonna be on there. FIFA's gonna be the on FIFA, there. FIFA, FIFA, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got the FIFA. You got yeah. the FIFA. It's gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. FIFA's gonna be on there. The um, MLB, NBA, NFL games. But doesn't the, that doesn't preclude people from wanting a new experience? It does though. not. However, you know, people want that. People want their people want their next gen stuff. Mm-hmm. They want the next iteration of what they already like. But what happened if you could get that what you already like into a whole new experience? Then fantastic, VR. great, do it. Still make it marketable. Make people want th- it. And that's the thing. I, I think once com- you once you put that price down, a lot more people like look at some cell phones are giving away VR headsets now. Most people that have tried VR is with the Gear VR or whatever they got by buying a cell phone. Yeah. yeah, they haven't tried like the Oculus. They don't even know what the fuck an Oculus is. But you say Gear VR, and they're like, oh yeah, that thing, that interesting thing. Which one do you have? Uh, the PSVR. Why don't you play it as much as... The setup is just too cumbersome. and There's no games. That as well. <laughs> and um, I'm too cut off from the world. That's actually the biggest reason for me. Like, I got to cut out time to play the PSVR. It feels ultra nerdy. That <laughs> like, for yeah, you, real. You've, you've tried it at my place, right? I did, yeah. yeah. And it was it was nice. It looked, looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Felt good. But... I did feel that detachment. Yeah. That. But isn't that what you would want using VR? You're, you're certainly right, but like we don't live like that anymore. If this came, if this, if VR now was like in the 90s where we didn't have smartphones and you're not constantly looking at your phone, it would have been, I think, great and not expensive as it is now. It would have been fantastic, but we're always constantly looking at things. We have to be connected all the time. I don't think it really works that way. This is why AR should have. I, I totally agree with that. I I still don't I still don't get it. Why Google Glass didn't take off? Well, I mean, I know why it didn't take off because they don't really sell them yet. Mm. Yeah. So they're perfecting it clearly still. I think AR is more likely scenario at this point. I I, I, I agree with you on that. Mm. I, how do you how do you integrate AR into gaming? I don't know. Mm. Time will tell. Because I mean, gaming gaming in its this purest form is still a virtual experience. I don't know about that. You have board games, video gaming. Oh, video yeah. gaming. <laughs> you said gaming, but like augmented reality board gaming would be amazing. Yeah, that would be great. Well, would that be a, considered a video game at that point? That's, that's an interesting point. What <laughs> I, you, I think I it would know. be a cross between. Yeah, imagine, say, yeah. imagine playing a tabletop. I think you yeah, know. At, 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 the, at, at the end of that, the day, I still call it a yeah. board games to avoid confusion. <laughs> But no, you, made, you you brought a good point. Like, uh, like imagine we're like playing D and D. Yeah, and you fucking have AR. The hardest thing is getting anybody together. Holy shit! See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just how amazing would that a- be? Add augmented reality D and D. Hell yeah! That Sign me up. Fucking rule, dude. You better start yeah. drawing things up, Chris. Get some money off of it. That's too late. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he's already on the ether. <laughs> we gave him another free one. I gotta stop doing this. Watch tomorrow. Somebody's gonna make this. The board game stuff makes sense. Magic the Gathering. Hey, if they would ever, obviously they would never do it because they'd stop making money. Yeah, right. They just sell packs. So no, no, no. Like they do it Yu-Gi-Oh style, like was, on the show. I was just thinking, literally, like on the show. Oh and I hate, the, I like, I hate to, to, to bring us there because that's a, that's a bad place to go. You talk about but, VR headsets is nerdy. You want a fucking armband with just cards in it? Yeah, I would do it if it if if it brought to life a giant fucking. AR monster guys, for me to look at and fight the nerds. other things. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. I mean, 
<laughs> I would like to see a blue eyes white dragon in re- real life. I mean, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, you still wouldn't be seeing it in real life. But you you know? know what I mean. <laughs> Don't burst my bubble. You, you can see okay. fucking Delver turn into a fucking creature before your eyes, dude. <laughs> Come on, how fucking cool would that be? Hey, you get to you get to see Jace. You get to see your boy Just holding shit down. See, see, I see that smile on your face. Yeah. I see it. All right, yeah. all right. For, all the, for, all, for all the viewers out there, you see the way this conversation turned. When we started talking about augmented reality, how much more excited everybody at this table got. Yeah. I always thought augmented reality was cool. Yeah. I've always thought it's neat. I mean, when we were talking about virtual reality, like, okay. like man, whatever. It's not doing the thing it needs to do. And then putting the thing to support the augmented reality. Like, yeah! <laughs> well, it's also because it's like, exciting because we haven't seen much of it yet. That's true. I mean, it's, it's, the prospects are... It's not hard to either... Buy a pair of glasses, attach something to it. Boom. Boom. You're done. Yeah, yeah. that's seamless integration. That's what VR needs. Seamless integration. Yes. And yeah. that's and it, hard it, to do. Especially considering, you know, it's not seamless integration because you're putting on a headset you're and cutting your eyes fucking, I, I don't want to put on a headset but when I'm playing games. If there's anything the Switch taught us is, does it work? It doesn't work simply. Yep. <laughs> Take the console out, it's portable. Yeah. Put it in, it's a home console. And they made sure that was the first fucking Easy. thing you saw. They, they, it was understood. Mm-hmm. Gamers the functionality of this are thing. lazy. <laughs> they want simple. They want easy. They yeah. want clean. But you know what? Who doesn't want simple and clean? Oh, that game's, like it. That game's never coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to do it. That, that, that pause had triplets or something pregnant. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. Everybody wants things to be simpler. It doesn't have to do with gaming. You, if, if you can pull something off in, let's say, like three moves as opposed to ten moves, mm-hmm. would you do it in three moves or ten moves? Joe would do it in ten, ten moves. Yes. Because he but wants the I, things to be complicated. I figured out a way to do it in 24. <laughs> but the rest of the world would do it in three. Yes. Yep. So, that I don't know. The, this VR, the VR thing... Personally, for me, I it hasn't excited me because I'm looking at it as a gaming thing, especially since everything that's being put out for it, all the all the media around it is centered around gaming. So it's not being pushed as something that you can use in your life to enhance your life. It's being pushed as gaming right mm-hmm. now. So until they release something that's worth gaming on or, or gaming with, it's... To me, it's just kind of useless. I think a v- I think in order for VR to be successful, it needs to be already integrated into the everyday. Yeah, well, not into the everyday, but to you know, let's say the console shipped with a VR headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I was going with the whole like commitment thing. Yeah. Well, so and it's like always attached. You don't have to set it up. You just yeah. put it on, and it works. Well, not really, because remember the Xbox One was right. shipped the, with the Connect, the connect. Mm-hmm. and you at first you were like, oh shit, they're actually gonna you know commit to this. Nope. A year later, took it out the box. And it's funny because I never said it because the the Connect for the 360 people liked it a lot. You had Just Dance, you had stuff like that, yeah. Dance Central. But it was a bunch of just a bunch of gimmicky shit. Yeah, it was yeah but it's still. Sold. It was stuff that sold for the casual yeah. market, and then you know people they, who wanted a new experience from the Wii, yeah. I guess. Like they had to, they had to connect for Xbox One, and they gave you no games. They gave you literally three games. Mm-hmm. Like I bought one for my sister. I really don't but even know the games that are it came compatible with, this, with it. it. Just came, Dance, Just Dance had, Two, had a, Just Dance Three. <laughs> they had a Just Dance game for Xbox One. DBZ Connect. They, oh, I killed them. Both. <laughs> 
Anyways. <laughs> and he had this, some dance game that came in, but it wasn't good. And they said, okay, they're not going to make games for this anymore. Mm-hmm. Why? They could have made, if they can, they didn't have to do nothing new. Continuing your same path, new graphics, new moves in these dancing games, you've been fine. S- segmented user bases, not economically sound. No. But you know what? I S- guess the, it, the easiest ex- Occam's razor, simplest explanation, usually correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing else on that. You can't be. You can't go simple in Occam's razor. <laughs> <laughs> Just boil it down to that. For real. Maybe we should bring up some more Komodo dragon facts. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Oh, boy. So, uh, VR was requested from a few people from Evil Di- Evil Avatar. Several so people. Uh, we gave you some more VR information, or opinions, I should say. And a timely uh, tie-in from the Microsoft News. Mm. Indeed. So hopefully you guys appreciate that. You know? I, I'm still excited for the prospects of VR. Nope. Because the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still imagining every single dystopian future VR headset where like people are narking out on us. Just, just... I mean, Ready Player One is coming out soon, I guess, yeah. in theaters. And it that's... Is. Dystopian future based around VR headsets and yeah. people trying to escape from reality. I don't even know how they're going to do that movie. I don't know. It's probably going to happen about five years anyway. <laughs> I've yet to read that book. It's good. I got it as a Christmas gift. But it's pretty good. Yeah. I need to read it still. I haven't read it's a good it book. I've heard. There's some bad parts, but it's, overall it's pretty good. All right. Word. All right. So with that said, as always, you can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit. You know, you can hop in, talk to us. We'll talk back. That's what we, we kind of do that. We do. talk. And, and some of us can type, too. Not too bad, Adam. Type, type. <laughs> Anthony can't type. Wow. Damn. He plays a controller. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs> you can find us on evilavatar.com and brandonmelendez.com in the little sideboard. That we have been relegated to. Keep hearing random wow. lenders. <laughs> <laughs> Formerly Maglomaniac, as I explained last week. Ugh. This VR stuff is terrible. What if we get like a kimono dragon? Komodo kimono dragon? dragon? Komodo a kimono dragon. dragon. A kimono dragon. dragon. Kimono dragon. Kimono dragon win a kimono? That's a, yes. that's a, that's a new one. There we go. <laughs> what if we get you know, a kimono like, dragon it's, 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 in it's VR? A, it's, a, it's a little known fact. Cliff Clavin here. Little known fact. <laughs> That Komodo dragons were actually used to make kimonos in Japan. Is that true? Not at all. That's not <laughs> that's like, I'm calling horse shit on that one. <laughs> 4205 cast off. Today, we're going to learn about the Komodo dragon. Welcome to Damn Nature, You Scary Saturdays. The heaviest, strongest, and deadliest lizard in the world, the Komodo dragon runs with lightning bursts of speed and sinks its sharp teeth into prey. It prefers to hide in tall grass and attack victims that stray too close. Did you know people in Komodo have to bury their dead extra deep so the dragons won't smell them and dig them up? Foul mouth. The dragon's teeth point backward to ensure a firm grip on prey. But those that do escape 
escape its jaws have little time left. Bacteria from rotten flesh can fester in the dragon's mouth, giving its bite a toxic edge that soon kills victims who escape. Cool Claws The sharp claws are multi-purpose. Not only are they deadly weapons, but they're also useful for digging into volcanic soil so the dragon can make a burrow and stay cool. Something really smells. Komodo dragons can make a quick kill, but sometimes a wounded animal escapes. No problem. The bite wounds from the dragon act like a slow-acting poison, and the victim soon dies and begins to rot. The dragon uses its tongue to taste the air and picks up the scent of the stinking carcass. A dragon can smell rotting corpses from more than six miles away. Eaters digest. The stomach expands to hold the heartiest of meals. Large prey, eaten all at once, can take weeks to go through the dragon system. Hide and seek. Young Komodo dragons that don't want to end up as lunch spend a lot of time in trees. This is because the older dragons are cannibals and would happily eat their own or another dragon's young if given the chance. Bite of the dragon. A Komodo dragon surges from its hiding place in the brush and ambushes a wild pig. The pig survives but is fatally wounded with the dragon's lethal bacteria. Weakened by infection and shock, the pig drops and the dragon tracks down the dying animal. The dragon shreds the pig's body and devours the flesh in minutes. It then returns to the bush to digest its meal. See you next week on Damn Nature You Scary, Saturdays.